0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, once again to the Wrestling Rages and Ramblings podcast. I am, of course, your host, James Shimo. I don't even know if I got my own show's name right, but you know what? I don't care because it's an exciting time to be a wrestling fan. We just came off of AEW's full gear, and now we move into one of the more exciting times of the year. Well, it used to be Survivor Series. And I am not alone here today. As usual, I've got my buddy, Mr. Ryan Payne here. Ryan. What's going on, man? How you doing today? I'm uh, doing good. Doing really good. I'm just finally getting to enjoy a weekend where I
1: don't have a million things to do or anything, or any chores to take care of. I can spend five, six hours just kicking back, doing nothing. So I'm good.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely a huge, huge weight off your shoulders to be able to just, you know, do your own thing and have your own kind of fun. So, But in addition to him, we've also got another good friend of mine here today, the one and only Travis Schaefer. Travis, what's going on, man? What? <laughs> All right, and as you can tell, both gentlemen are ready to go. We are here to discuss the one and only Survivor Series 2020, where, once again, Raw and SmackDown go head-to-head for brand supremacy. Um, I but- thought
2: you said it was bragging rights, not said, like Survivor Series, it's not
0: bragging right, right? Yeah, yeah, and believe me, we're we're all sick of this whole brand versus brand nonsense that they keep doing every year. Simply out of just no, just absolute sheer lack of creative anything on anyone's side. Because, uh, and I mean, in one sense, I can understand it because let's face it—if they did a Survivor Series match for both men's and women's on both sides of the spectrum for Raw and SmackDown. As well as a number of other matches, we it'd be just about as long of a show as WrestleMania turns into every single year. So I can kind of respect limiting it, limiting it to the brand versus brand stuff just for brevity of the show, to where the audience isn't getting absolutely ridiculously worn out throughout the whole thing. But at the same time, it's like, can we be just just a little more creative? Just a just a, just
2: just just a little just just a little. That's all we're asking. Anyway, come on, we have to be real people. To ourselves and realize originality is
1: not going to happen much with at least with, in my opinion with WWE. I mean, outside of Raw and SmackDown, most mostly in my opinion NXT and NXT UK, and occasionally 205 live, there will be some instances of originality or some ingenuity there because they're not over the wandering eye of Vince McMahon in this Middle Earth that is the World Wrestling Entertainment. But ultimately, in the end, when Vince has an idea, he's going to run with it. And from the constant interviews I've listened to of former wrestlers, and most recently, Miro on talk is Jericho, Vince, he is very, I won't say out of touch, but he is, um, what's the word?
0: Disconnected from reality? Well, I mean, let's just be real. He's cuckoo bananas. Well, he'll stay focused on the business venture, but just when it comes to the
1: entertainment venture... The idea of what the people want—it's all in his mind. Like the moment he says something, he thinks is hilarious. And people are going to love it. When he gives, when he actually pedals it out to other people, we it, we literally go like a madman. In our we're really thinking madman. Like no one talks like this, or no one's going to find that funny, or what are you talking about? So, I, as much as I kind of want to drag on this guy, especially from the fact that he has never been the magnet, global magnet that he is. I want to focus on the pay-per-view personally. Yeah, I mean
0: it's easy to rag on Vince McMahon, but let's be, let's be, you know, call a spade a spade. Without Vince McMahon, we wouldn't be in the position that we're in right now where, let's face it, wrestling as a whole is outside of WWE is stepping its game up all because they want to be seen as just as good or at least on the same level as as far as financials go as they're at, and they've got to step their game up in order to do so. So, let's face it, without Vince McMahon being as out of touch as he is, we wouldn't have the success of something like AEW that's over a year old and still going strong. We wouldn't have, you know, stuff like Ring of Honor that's still going strong after all this time. Heck, Impact has survived since 2002, defying every single semblance of logic, considering, you know, we figured Dixieland would have shut its doors a long time ago, so overall it's it's worth noting that everything that we are experiencing right now w- the good and the bad can be seen as a result of Vince McMahon just being that out of touch senile old fool that he actually is now once Vince McMahon is no longer in the picture i'm not saying dead i'm just saying no longer in the picture you know whether he steps down whether he retires whether you know uh stephanie and triple h finally put him in a home i don't know But the bottom line is that when he's gone and somebody else is at the creative head of the table, how does that change the landscape moving forward? Obviously, that's a question for the future because, as of right now, it doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon. So with that in mind, let's take a look at Vince McMahon's latest lack of creative debacle, and that is Survivor Series, coming up this Sunday Really looking forward to it. Well, I, I, I maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit there, but, you know, it's, it's Survivor Series. It's a big four pay-per-view. And let's face it, it is the final farewell of The Undertaker. So, Taker is said to be there. I believe we're going to get Kane in there and a few other, like, really prominent members of, you know, Undertaker's career and things like that as a nice little retrospective. Uh, we've seen The Last Ride running on... WWE Network, as well as a lot of the other interviews he's done, like with Hot Ones and a few others, uh, to kind of really cap off his career. So, I'm anticipating at least that section of it to be very heartfelt, very touching, and at least, you know, less bad than potentially the rest of it is going to be. And on paper, let's be fair, a lot of these matches don't sound like they're going to be
1: terrible. So,
0: who knows? But, in any case...
1: That's one thing I do agree with this list, looking at it. I mean, these look like matches
2: we should have gotten when we had the live crowds. Yeah. Instead, you know, like, look, uh we're, we're definitely going to break down most
1: of these matches here, but out of all these matches that we have set up, I mean, two of them looks like, yeah, this should have been part of a live crowd. One of them really feels like... I mean, some of these, I'll be honest, even though some of these wrestlers are on different brands, most of these matches do feel like rematches, mm-hmm. but I think that because... They're all on better circumstances. It's better circumstances from where they're at regarding their places and where their character is in the company. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, and and you're right. Like, definitely with the match that I'm assuming is going to be the main event. Like, that, to me, like, right now feels, with the way that both of these guys' careers are going in the WWE, that feels almost WrestleMania-worthy. And we're going to get to that here in just a minute. But let's go ahead and start off. With our first, well, like I said, all of these are just going to be brand versus brand match. But just the first one, the one that I'm theorizing is going to open the show. And that is the Raw Tag Team Champions, your boys, the New Day versus the Street Profits. Yeah, pretty much. Yep, it's New Day Rocks versus We Want the Smoke and... If nothing else, this has the potential to be one of the more entertaining matches on the night because, let's face it, both these teams have a great connection with the crowd. Both of these teams love to have a good amount of fun. And then when it comes to what they can do in the ring, I mean, you look at someone like Montez Ford, like his athleticism is almost second to none, matched up against someone like Kofi Kingston. And then you've got somebody with the just the charisma and the fun and the personality of Xavier Woods going up against somebody who has arguably just as much personality Angelo Dawkins like this this has the potential if not to be a match of the night at least to be one of the more Entertaining matches on the entire card and with the way that WWE has been going right now That's saying a lot that it can actually entertain a crowd rather than just be an absolute slog so uh, with that in mind I really don't know which way to go with this one because Let's face it Xavier and Kofi just recently came back from injury they just recently won the Raw Tag Team Titles, or not the Raw, but the SmackDown Tag Team Titles, and transitioned into the Raw Tag Team Titles, where it doesn't really feel like they've done too much with the Street Profits as of late as far as their Tag Team Championships. The Profits have almost felt like an afterthought. Um, with that said, I do feel like to with the New Day, they don't need the win. If nothing else, I think that... I've that Kofi and Xavier are going to see a lot of Montez and Angelo in a lot of themselves in Montez and Angelo. So with that in mind, I feel like they're going to want to do as much as they can to put these guys over. So I could easily see them lobbying for the street profits to take the win here. So I'm going to give it to the street profits. Yeah. All right. Uh Travis, what do you Tra- think?
2: Um, Going off of everything you just said, and also I should probably pair, should probably put an asterisk on all of my predictions here. I have not seen any long form wrestling stuff. Would just probably be like, why are you I'm Like, because I fucking love wrestling. I have to watch it to love it. Um, this is true. Nor have I seen any clips. <laughs> the only the, the only things I've
0: seen are the news bits, minus the spoilers that are always out there, and. um and I've introduced him to a little I'll bit sorry. of AEW stuff yeah. with Lay Dinner, Debonair, and the Inner Circle slaying Vegas and things like that. But yeah. outside, he's not really seen anything, especially WWE-oriented,
2: in quite a while.
0: But he yeah. is—he is at least familiar with the players at hand. So,
2: yeah, I just want to put that out there in case it's like,
0: "Look, uh... Travis." Okay, well, Travis has been having some difficulties with his connection, so we might come back to him in just a second. But for now. Ryan, go ahead and give us your prediction, please. Okay, I was going to give a three-second pause to see if Travis can pop back in, but other than that, I do agree
1: with you. Uh, I think at this moment, uh-huh. of New Day they're fine. I mean, if they win, okay, that's a that's a point for Raw. But I do believe the the street powers have definitely been mishandled. Like once they won those titles after like back from Rollins and Murphy. I thought that there was at least going to be a decent run with the. I mean, actually, no, no. After their rivalry with the Viking Raiders and the whole Viking yeah. profit, there really wasn't much of a. But there wasn't. There really wasn't much for reign. I mean, they fought Andre. They fought Sian Almas and Garza so many times. You kept thinking to yourself, "Is Vince going to just do a back and forth with these guys, have them war for the titles like they did with the Usos in the New Day?" But they did not do that. He kept hesitating, or he just didn't think they were working. And I'm like, no, you should have. If you really wanted the street props to be over, because the one thing about the what the Attitude Era and on most occasions in wrestling did is that when you hot, when you had a belt hot potato back and forth between two between either two gifted athletes or two hot off the presses like athletes or two teams, you they there was they found it to make it work. And so far during this shutdown, Vince has clearly shown. No love for the tag team division as he has completely destroyed men's tag team. He's like, it was literally like he just took the division and cut it in half. He's definitely squandered or had no investment in the women's tag team division to where now the belts, every belt feels like a prop. And what pisses me off even more is that we've seen on occasion how good Ford and Dawkins are on the mic, especially with the half Written terribly jokey scripts that Vince has given them, and the and it just bothers me how he didn't even give these guys a, a really big feud opportunity. Sure, Garza and Cien almost are great athletes, and we've gotten some good matches out of them. But when it's three pay per views or constant Raws where they fought each other, and you give no leg or no inch to the other one, it just it, get, it brings me back to one of the reasons why. As much as people want to complain about AEW and how some matches don't look like they're working well, at least they're working the King's outfits. It's clear he has his product. He likes it the way it is. He's not looking to change anything about it or spice it up. And it's that it's that it's that blandness, that boringness, that keeps distracting me from the action, from the actual wrestling, and which there is none. But ultimately, looking at this, I'm going to give this to the Street Profits as well. The New Day have proven every year, no matter what given they excel at, even if it's something as terrible as a stupid ass, stupid as a a mind. But New Day has shown that through their personality, through their intelligence, and through their ability to adapt, they've been able to pull things off. And I think the Street Profits can do the same thing. I just hope that this match is actually going to be an entertaining
0: yeah, yeah, I hope so as well. Uh, Travis has graced us with his presence once again. Uh, hopefully things don't uh, tap out for him once again, but uh, let's go ahead and have your prediction as well, sir. Sorry about that.
2: No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so long story short, uh, like you said, James, uh, both Kofi and Xavier just came back, and they just won titles, and they were just awarded, I guess you could say, titles, if you will. So for those two reasons, then, and the fact that their popular, popularity is already uh, solidified, I and also just for the sake of having a different opinion, I'm going to give it to New Day because they just came back and they want to try and get them rolling maybe. So gotcha. on the other side of that. Okay,
0: fair enough. I'm sorry. There's absolutely validity to that that opinion. So Okay, so with that out of the way, let's go ahead and move on to the next match, which is going to be... Uh, The Raw Women's Champion, Asuka, versus the current SmackDown Women's Champion, Sasha Banks. Um, So here's the thing. Part of the reason that I did give the win to the Street Profits being on SmackDown now is also because I feel like Asuka is going to win this match as well. Uh, For one very, very simple reason, and, and Travis, you won't know this, but consistently over the last, what is it, three weeks now, Carmella has come out of nowhere and attacked... Sasha Banks, trying to angle her way into a woman's title picture. So I got a feeling history is going to repeat itself on Sunday. Carmella is going to get herself involved either by getting Sasha Banks disqualified or getting Sasha's attention while the ref's back is turned. And then uh, inevitably, uh, Asuka is going to capitalize, and that is going to be the end of it. So I'm picking Asuka for the win in this match, pure and simple. Don't get me wrong, I like Sasha a lot. I I know she's currently, uh, she had a uh, role on The Mandalorian. Whether or not she's going to come back before the end of the season, that's completely here or there. But overall, I just feel like Asuka has this one. Bar none, no ifs, ands, or buts. So with that being said, uh, Ryan, your thoughts on Sasha versus Asuka, Raw Women's Champion versus SmackDown Women's Champion?
1: this is definitely, well, one, this, of course, this match is definitely a rematch, but I love the dynamic here, you have Sasha, a newly turned face, who is more on the lines of wanting to prove herself as a champion, but against Asuka, well, Asuka, it's clear in Asuka's mind, she has defended, she has held on the Raw Women's Championship for as long as she has, well, I mean, of course, she did lose it to Sasha, of course, through that time period, but still... I think I like the idea of Sasha going over. Because right now with Carm- Carmela constantly attacking her, it's me make- I'm not saying it's making her look weak, but it's turning the situation to where it's kind of insulting the intelligence of her character. Because her as a heel, she didn't she did the exact same thing as Carmela has done. And it's just more of those situations to where they need to either write it to where Sasha is learning from her mistake. Is, is, you know, she's taking Carmella seriously and no longer just going to turn a blind eye to her. Or they're just going to keep writing her into this corner to where she's constantly falling for music hits. Looking toward her stage. Guess what? Carmella attacks her from behind. There needs to be a pull-on. There needs to be at least a thread or a, a, a pin drop on this situation. They need to put that down. Because it's obvious after Survivor Series, they're going to build up to the Mo- December pay-per-view. But for
0: right now, I'm going to keep it on the SmackDown side. I'm going to go with Sasha on this one. I right. say. I mean, I I understand where you're coming from, but you got to remember it's Vince McMahon rule number two hundred three: all baby faces are idiots. In any case, uh, uh, Travis, go ahead and give us your opinion on the situation.
2: Based on everything I've heard so far and how I've seen Asuka, Um. Usually one of the big fours, one instance coming to my mind of that WrestleMania. Um, Oscar versus Big Name. Big Name goes over. So, yeah, I'm going with uh, Sasha on this one. Okay. So we
0: got two against one. Sasha in favor of Oscar. All right. Next match up on the card. Uh, let's go ahead with one of these. We've got the brand versus brand women's Survivor Series match. It is Team Raw consisting of the uh, women's tag team champions Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, and Lana versus Team SmackDown, which is Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Bailey, and Natalia. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I want to go with this one, just because. Ugh. I mean, let's face it; it's it's a it's a throwaway match. It's just a way to get all these girls a payday. Let's face it, because they can't come up with anything else for them to do. Um, now, don't get me wrong; um, I like Ruby Ryan, Liv Morgan, the Riot Squad. I like that they're they've still got their their thing going. I like Ruby's new look with the shorter hair. I think it's a good look for her. Um, but just overall, none of these ladies, up until like recently, have really been put in a good position as far as I can tell. So uh, this one's a coin toss for me because I don't know. Why do you guys go ahead and maybe I'll make my determination based on how you guys are talking. So um, let's go ahead and just say, yeah, Travis, go ahead and go ahead and take your, your shot at this. Well, I think
2: the only thing I'm going to say here, I, I mean, as far as which team's going to win, I don't think it will much matter. The only thing I can guarantee is long. going to be out first.
0: Yeah, I can maybe see that happening. Um, and actually, I do have to correct myself because I just double checked my uh, my listing here. Uh, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke are not in the match. They actually were replaced by Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce.
2: Yeah, Lana's still going be the first one gone.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Lana, Lana probably will be the first one out. Or if she's not out, she'll be the sole survivor, and then Nia Jax will put her through a table because she's done that literally. 10 out of the last 11 weeks.
2: Okay, so definitely a lot is going to be buried in some way, shape, or form. That's just
1: our thing. Yeah,
0: because Vince McMahon's pissed that Miro left.
1: Yeah. Actually, um, uh, here's the funny thing about that, and I'll let you get back to your spell traps. Turns out that on certain wrestling articles and news sites, this has been Vince Lana getting punished that way or going through those tables. In Vince's weird mind, this is his way of trying to get her over as a babyface. Her yeah. taking so much punishment, her trying to prove herself. It's more of like, yeah, Lana's trying to, you know, uh, be the better wrestler. I mean, after when she and Natalia broke up as a team, who wins? Then they did the, 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 the battle royale. Who wins it? Lana. And then Lana goes against Asuka, where she loses. And then we sooner start to get the sins of Miro, which is her. You through table over and over again, but in reality, it's not really the Sins of Miro, it's just the maniac, it's, it's the maniac, the mechanic, the mechanic, of one physical man who's a total fucking idiot. Yeah,
0: for the record, I should point out, um, Sins of Miro is a trademark of Brian Zane and Wrestling With Her, right? We do not own that, but it's just, it's a fun, it's a fun little, uh, fun little way of describing things, so I had to, had to make that clarification. All right, so... Gun to my head, if I had to pick one of these teams to win, we're going to actually do two predictions for this one. Who, Which team goes over, and who, if any, are the survivors on each team, on, on the winning team. So I'm going to go ahead and say, honestly, just for straight-up troll factor, because we all know how much um, the internet loves to, hate on, uh, lo- loves to hate on her for whatever reason, I'm going to say Team Raw wins, and Lana is the sole survivor. I'm going to say it right now, just just for Vince to go lulls and just, you know, bite his thumb at all of us like he's in Shakespeare for crying out loud. Anyway, that's the way I'm going. Uh, uh, Travis,
3: your pick. Yeah, that sounds about right, but
2: I may say that it'll be, like I said, Lana is the first one out, it'll be Shayna and Naya being the last two standing. 'Cause they are the women's tag champs, which mm-hmm. would make some modicum of sense. Either that or the second and third one's out. Um, but yeah, I, I still stick with uh, Raw.
3: Okay,
0: two votes for Team Raw. Yeah. Ryan? Um, that's true. I, I'm
1: not sure if I think going to win, but right now on both sides, I'm going to predict the, the sole survivors, or at least the last members, if it gets down to, let's just say it gets down to Team Raw and SmackDown on both their Soul survivors. I'm going to say it's going to be Lana and Bailey. Okay. And with Bailey, you know, back, and it seems that right now her her aspirations for the women's championships on hold. Part of me is going to say SmackDown wins, but that's one of my – that's one of my that, – that's going to be my lock. But my backup, which – but my second option was Team Raw wins
0: – and let's say the last two were Naya and Lana. Uh okay. So
1: like, and and then you know what
0: happens. The, yeah. And- the only reason I went with, with Lana as the sole survivor, just the one and only survivor, is that, you know, uh Naya can come back out to try to congratulate her, act like she's being, you know, you know, she's being friendly after being eliminated, and then drop her through the table. Granted, that might be a little too you know, too on the nose, but let's face it. Vince McMahon doesn't really do a lot with subtlety these days. Alright, next match. Let's go ahead and take a look. It will be Intercontinental Champion versus United States Champion as the IC champ Sammy Zane takes on the U.S. champ Bobby Lashley. Um, all I can say is, thank God we didn't get another Lashley sisters out of this. Cause God knows that that whole storyline was absolutely atrocious. Um, you know what, Ryan? I'm going to let you kick things off of this. Your assessment of the situation and your prediction. I'll go last this time. Okay.
1: Well, this is the second of our rematches between previous protein superstars who have given in the past. And just like Sasha Nasca, this one is also of different. This is also a different. Both are heels. In a way, Sami Zayn, who's no longer the loud speaking mouthpiece, he's actually back as a
0: wrestler, which I like and I approve of, and makes Sami's character much much even better. Yep. And dressing like Fidel Castro, of all things. Surprisingly. But I guess I'm going to give my vote to Bobby Lashley, not because of, you know, power and strength, but because,
1: so far, Vince or someone in the back have been on a high with the hurt business, and I think that Either the numbers is going to play into it, or it's going to be a situation where they're going to have Bobby Lashley not squash Sammy, but try to but just manhandle him, mm-hmm. even though I think it, sh- it should be looked that way. Sammy has shown in some of the intercontinental kind of defense matches he's had,
0: he's able to wiggle himself out of really um, like situations where he pushed up against the wall. So I guess it just depends on how they're going to book this heel versus heel match. But, but for right now, I'm going to go with Raw. I mean, Bobby Lashley. Okay. Uh, let me give Travis just a little bit, because I know you brought up the Hurt Business. I know he hasn't been falling around. So, yeah. Travis, the Hurt Business is a stable that WWE is running right now with Bobby yeah, Lashley, I'm, MVP. I'm aware. Okay, you are aware. Okay, sorry. All right. So, anyway. Right. No, uh, no, I appreciate it. It's fine. Yeah. So, go ahead. Your assessment.
2: Between numbers and how Sammy got his IC title, um, I will just say it's Lashley, unless. I'm going to say either Lashley by disqualification or count out is how he's going to win this thing because that's basically how I see this go. No, sorry. Either Sammy by DQ or Lashley by. Time, um, um, count out. Count out.
0: Okay. Um. So yes, yeah, I think he's going to try and run, and if he can't, he'll take a fight for the rest of the Hurt Business. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: and then kind of go from there. But otherwise, I would just say it's going to be Lashley, flat out.
0: Okay, fair enough. Um, I think here's the thing. I do, I do agree that you know Vince is very high on the Hurt Business right now. There's a lot of upside to that group. I mean, it's one of the few stables that we've really had in the WWE as of you know, the last couple of years, like ever since the Shield or the Wyatt family. But I do think there's one key difference that I think everybody's kind of leaving out here. And that's why I'm picking Sami Zayn to win this one because one way or the other, I think a certain other group is going to get involved and cost the Hurt Business the match. And I am a force talking about, again, uh, shout out to Brian Zayn on this one, Retribution. So, yeah, I I got a feeling Mustafa Ali, along with his other mass cronies, are going to show up and get involved on the outside to distract Lashley, pull his attention to where... That way, either Sammy wins by count-out, whether uh, Lashley could obviously win by disqualification if they get directly involved, but I do think Sammy's going to end up picking up the win, uh, either by count-out because uh, Lashley goes to try to chase the Hurt Business off, or... Uh, they just distract him wearing, long enough to where Sammy can get a sneaky pin because that's the sneaky conniving heel that he's been playing for the longest time. So that's that's my assessment of the situation. Whether or not that proves out to be the actual way that they go, who knows. Okay, so next, let's go the other Survivor Series, the men's match this time. Team Raw, consisting of Keith Lee, AJ Styles, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and... Riddle, no longer Matt Riddle, just Riddle. I'm like, seriously, you're one letter away from a copyright infringement lawsuit from Warner Brothers. Come on. And then, of course, you have Team SmackDown, consisting of Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and Otis. This, This one's another hard one to call, but I will say, I think that... I think Team Raw is going to take this one as well Um, because we know it's going to come down to a stalemate. It's going to come down to even Steven booking between the two shows, and then the main event is going to decide it. Um, So, with that in mind, I'm going to go
2: for. Yeah. So, hard to say.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, they did that the one year, but that's just because they were trying to make it clear, hey, Raw's the, the dominant show. I don't think they'll be dumb enough to try to do that again because, let's face it, they may think our memories are short, but our memories aren't that short. Um, So overall, I do think, I think, I'm going to give it to Team Raw on this one, and I think the last, the last, ma- uh, the, the survivors on that team are going to be, I'm going to go with Keith Lee, Riddle and Sheamus. I'm gonna say those three men survive. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna say three of them survive this time around because recently, when Drew McIntyre won back the WWE Championship from Randy Orton this past Monday on Raw. Spoiler alert for those of you who haven't seen that yet, or at least haven't read about it. Um, Sheamus kind of gifted Drew like these old, like a, a true Scottish kilt. And like a giant Claymore. So I think they're quietly, subtly trying to turn Sheamus' babyface a little bit. So I feel like maybe there's going to be a decent push coming with him. Or maybe he and Drew start palling around a little bit more in order to get him more of that baby face kind of rub. And then who knows? Maybe down the line we find out it was all just a giant bruise by Sheamus to get close to the WWE champion. To stab him in the back and then get his hands on the WWE, uh, the WWE championship. So who knows? But either way, I am going team raw for the Survivor Series match. Uh Travis, your assessment.
2: Uh, let's see here. We have Otis, former Mr. White of the Bank until he lost it in a match. hmm uh, Kevin Owens, I haven't seen much of him. Brian Cor Brian Corbin. Oh, come Barry on, you Corbin. see plenty
0: of Kevin Owens she- when you look in the mirror, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh we just we bust each other's balls here a lot, but we, we genuinely get along with each other. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry.
2: Sorry, uh King Corbin. Not sure what he's been into lately. Saffron, stole the minor Uh and Jey Uso now joining the table. Um so I want to say SmackDown with
3: Oos and fingers crossed Otis. That'd,
0: that'd be, be that be interesting. Alright. So going for Team SmackDown with uh Jey Uso and Otis being the last surviving members, Ryan.
1: I'll be honest, this, ah, this is really the most, I'm not going to say the weakest, survivor series, but this is the most terribly built Survivor Series, honestly.
0: Um, I would, I would argue oh, there's, I know there's, worse. I know there's worse. I really know there's worse. It's just for right now, currently, let's say between, since the first, since when Shane McMahon returned for
3: that, for the for when they did, when they reintroduced the brand split 2016, yeah. Yeah, from 2016 to now, this has been the worst Survivor Series. Okay, that
0: I'll give you. Despite that one they had with the shutout, at least the matchups there were a
1: little more entertaining, where you could imagine something like that happening, even though the booking was terrible. But this is also a good matchup here. It bothers the hell out of me that Vince took something that was his core four, his top four pay-per-views, and turned it into pretty much another pay-per-view, honestly, I mean, he's. I'm gonna be honest. He has done that with WrestleMania. He has done that with SummerSlam. Now he's done it with Survivor, and he has definitely done it with Survivor Series. It's only a matter of time before the word Rumble becomes just another bland pay per view, and it's getting there. Problem is, is that, like before, Vince has pretty much drained any creativity or any originality that he would have had. But still, at least with this, t- at least with this kind of Survivor Series. I liked how there was a story in this one. I mean, there was definitely a story in the women's as well. Because with the Raw, they were immediately, like, both on both Raws, both teams. I mean, sure, the men's had some some qualification matches. But still, the thing with the Raw, both the men and Raw's team, being fighting. Can they work together? Can they at least put their differences aside? But then you have on the SmackDown side. It's pretty much, we don't get that story of will they work together. It's just more of who's going to be on the team. Just like what we just did this past SmackDown, when Otis was just announced, no qualify He does, he loses the qualifier, but then guess what? Pierce comes in and says, "Don't no worry, you're in." What the fuck happened to Maggie? Okay, yeah. But I like Otis. I hate the way he was shafted. How they separate him from Mandy Rose from this good from this nice storyline that they have with them. Then they take the money in the briefcase bank briefcase away because apparently Vince doesn't know. Vince doesn't realize that his audience likes Otis and the fact they actually want to see him with championship. No, he's just, oh, you're just that lovable fat guy that everyone loves in these comedy sketches. I see it that way. That's why I had to take the money to be free cakes away from you. Otis, it's just everyone loves you like that. No one wants it. People will mock you if you got gold on your around your waist. Yeah, and I want to see Miz for the fifth time in his career to have gold around his waist. I don't fucking care about the Miz at this point. I'm sorry. I appreciate him as a hard worker. I respect what he has done and how hard he's worked to become part of this business. But at this point, he—he he may have the movie. He may have that movie star quality. He may have that superstar look on him. But he's much better when he doesn't have championship. That's my opinion of the Miz. But regarding my tangents on, Ot- on Otis side, I think it's been a while since SmackDowns actually won the whole. War on Survivor Series. So I'm going to go with Team SmackDown on this one. Yeah. Not because the whole distance. Because if I look from the first brand split, from the first Survivor Series of the brand split, SmackDown won that. And then when they actually started keeping score, it, it went to Raw. And then again, then then the following year you got that shutout. Then NXT got involved or NXT won that. Yep. And I'm not saying this needs to be balanced or so, but to me, SmackDown has always been the better show. I think it's time that... Look, it's not gonna. It, I'm, not, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be naive and say that if SmackDown wins the majority, it's gonna prove it a better show. It's clear Vince does not see it that way.
0: Well, who knows? Now that they're on national television with Fox, maybe that opinion's changed. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. It really hasn't. It, because I'm it, trying it, to play devil's had, advocate here, and let's uh, to be fair. What you were saying earlier with you know the pay per views and everything becoming a creative doldrum. Let's face it. Everything until they get back in front of a live crowd is going to be a creative doldrum because Vince doesn't see the point in putting his best foot forward when nobody's going to be paying money to actually be there live in person to put that extra cash in his pocket. As long as we're all just sitting at home watching from the WWE Network and he can't monetize this little Thunderdome thing that they've got going on, there's no way that he's ever going to put 100% creative effort into anything again. Let's
1: just be, let's call a spade a spade. That's one of my many reasons why I just decided to cancel my subscription to WWE Network and not try to be part of the Thunderdome. I'm not gonna waste my time tuning in on cable television. I'm just gonna catch highlights to where he's not, he's not worth my investment. He's not worth my. He's not worth the money I'm gonna put into this. The only time I'm ever gonna pay for something is to see it, is the watch an NXT live show. Yeah, that's about it. Even though it's slightly gonna go towards him, but that's still me saying. You don't touch this, meaning yeah. this is the one thing where you can't defile. Yeah.
0: But at this point, well, let's be real though. Out. If AEW put out a streaming service tomorrow, we'd all sign up for that because at least AEW's got some quality content. Exactly. Whether it's Lay Dinner Debonair, they, whether it's
1: they actually listen, they actually listen to their fan base. Mm-hmm. Because now I, I, I don't, and I'm just going to take this one tangent aside. People have been complaining about their women's division and. I have been a very defender of that because they wanted to use that division to build, to to introduce everyone to the international superstars, to the Josie wrestlers, to women who wrestled in Britain and France and in in every other place around the world, which is why they didn't overload it with American female wrestlers. And of course, COVID took the big hit, so they started doing that on Dark. And and even now, we're seeing a more upkeep of women's matches. Like, next week on Dynamite, we're going to have two or three women's matches. We're going to have some more women's matches on Dark. So it's not the fact that they're not listening; it's just the situation of could they make it happen? And it yeah. seems that they're they're going to put their best foot forward to make it happen. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, let's face it. So far, Pack is back, so we've got a nice little storyline building there. But you're right; until they can get more of those international folks back, um, like that's that's another question. Is, like
1: bread and butter, the yeah. international wrestlers. Like, where's
0: Awesome Kong been this whole time? Like, I know they she left to go film whatever the last season of Glow, and that production's been put on hold. So. I don't know why she hasn't been there, but in any case, we're not here to talk about AEW. We're here to finish yeah. up with our survivors. Pre- kid, SmackDown's gonna win. I- I'm
2: sorry. I, I want to get my name before you guys can move on. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: SmackDown wins, and I'm gonna say the sole survivor is gonna be Jay, and uh, possibly afterwards, you know, uh, maybe Roman might come down the ring, it- or it'll cut to where Roman's watching, you know, doing his Mafiosa boss signature. Oh, yeah, one thing to let Travis know, Roman's a heel now. So <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, he,
0: he doesn't watch, but he at least knows some of the ins and outs.
1: Yeah, All that's right. why I think SmackDown's going to win, because Raw has been, every week on Raw, it's been the constant infighting amongst the Raw team.
3: And now, for some reason, I've heard they've turned Braun face in a big show way. Yeah. So it looks to me that, yeah, Raw
0: is not going to keep it together. Yeah, it, oh. it's, 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 it's gotten to the point where Braun Strowman has just become a big show light almost. He'll, you know, he'll he'll sneeze all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden he's a heel or a baby face or whatever. But in any case, I do I do believe that SmackDown is going to win the whole night. But I do think like it's going to come down to that tie that tie ball game situation, and then with this last match, champion versus champion, Drew McIntyre, the WWE champion versus the Universal Champion Roman Reigns with his special counsel Paul Heyman, much like. Much like I mentioned with New Day versus Street Profits, I feel like this match is also going to have an opportunity to be very, very entertaining because let's face it, these two have faced off before at WrestleMania, which was okay. It was a good match, but it was Roman right. coming off of his leukemia diagnosis, his remission and things of that nature. And then moving into, you know, just going back into being a baby face on the, the card and things like that. But now with face Drew McIntyre versus heel Roman, like tribal chief Roman Reigns, with the personality and everything that these guys have been able to bring to this, this has that big fight feel of like a WrestleMania caliber main event and honestly should be a WrestleMania main event. But for right now, we're going to have to content ourselves with this situation. With that being said, I got to say Roman's going over. I know Drew just won the, the WWE title from Randy Orton. Maybe Randy gets involved in order to cost Drew the match. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But one way or the other, I believe that Roman is going to win this. And the one thing I'm afraid is going to happen, which, granted, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to be upset about it. Roman wins, leaves the ring, Miz runs down with the Money in the Bank briefcase, cashes in, and then we leave with Miz as the WWE champion. Granted, again, do I think it's a long shot? Yes, but we've seen we've seen Money in the Bank cash-ins at Survivor Series before. Granted, not after a champion versus champion match, but still, it's a potential to happen. So, The Miz cashing in Money in the Bank is not part of my prediction, but one way or the other, I think Roman Reigns is winning the match. Uh, Travis, your thoughts?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it would build the story too if they want to do this down the line. Say there's another draft or whatever or the fuck, or True loses the title between now and Rumble, he wins the Rumble, and then goes on to challenge title. It's like he just disappear what's it called the spark for that story, I guess. Yeah,
0: I don't think he'd so. win the Rumble this year because he just won it last year. I don't. I don't think they'd give him back to back. They could. They obviously could, but I don't think they would. But eventually I do feel like you're right, that this will be a part of a thing, and I don't mean to to cut in on you.
2: But,
1: yeah,
0: like, because Roman won at WrestleMania, Roman wins here, the story is Drew McIntyre can't beat Roman Reigns, and then eventually at WrestleMania he finally does or something
2: like that. Yeah. But, yeah, I was done with my point anyway, so, yeah, I would would still say, Roman, that this is too hot not to have him go over. Yeah.
0: It's 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 Not weird tomorrow, to say, but,
2: but
0: heal Roman Reigns is the most interesting and hottest act that WWE has right now. It's just a fact. Yeah,
2: it is. Although I will put an asterisk, the only way, the only reason I can see Roman losing would be because of inadvertent interference by Jay.
0: Yeah, but I don't think I don't think that's going to be as big of a thing as
2: we I don't know either. But it's just it's I'm putting it out there because it's a possibility. But yeah, yeah, because Roman
0: could tell him, look. I might give you a signal, but until I do, keep your ass back here because I don't want you costing me anything. Because I I can tell, I can can still tell you don't really, you're not really all in on this. So stay back here. Don't get involved in this. Because I don't want to have to have a reason to to put you down.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Anyway,
0: Ryan. Uh,
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, I think... Honestly, looking at the Survivor Series of the of the most recent, the whole constant change of champions, there has also been that same situation to where um, the most the, the person who wins the newly formed championship doesn't win, it's unless if you're a heel. I mean, because back in the first one, when it was originally going to be Sami Zayn versus the Miz, no Dolph Ziggler versus Sami Zayn, it changed to the Miz versus Sami Zayn. That was one of the first, and then of course, recently when you look at the main one, it was it was at the time a WWE champion Jimmy Mahal versus Brock Lesnar. God, don't me. He helped out. Nobody bought that, so they put it on AJ and he loses. And then the year following, and then the year afterwards, we had AJ on probably much an incredible run as champion, loses to a newly turned heel, Daniel Bryan. And then that got changed to Daniel versus Brock Lesnar. And then, I believe so, we also had Natalya versus Alexa. No, no, no. Actually, that first SmackDown Survivor Series had so many combinations, nobody was digging. There was Natalya versus Alexa Bliss, which got changed to Natalia, um, It got changed to Charlotte versus Alexa. Then you had your Sammy versus. Then you had Sammy versus Dolph that went to The Miz versus. That went to The Miz versus Sammy. Then, yeah, then yada yada. And we just. And then, of course, the following year, the only other change was. Pretty much AJ winning, uh, AJ losing to Daniel Bryan because at that time that was when Becky was on the rise, and she ends up you know getting that broken, busted face. So then it was yep. Ronda Rousey, and then if the following NXT gets involved, uh, no, that's the only time yeah. no champ has changed at all. And then oh yeah, it was only four, only four. I was thinking why well, there was five. Because to be honest, yeah, I'm sorry. I guess what the, the whole thing is. I look at all these matches. I keep thinking they're on separate ones. Yeah. But so far, I think it's. I think this is going to be some weird ass cycle. SmackDown one's the first one. It's going to be following here. Raw. If that's the thing, we might see a. Yeah. Well,
0: the re- I think the reason they do it.
1: I, 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 I'm going far off here. I apologize, but go ahead, James.
0: Go ahead. Yeah, I think the reason that they do stuff like this is number one. They feel like you know. Okay, maybe this matchup isn't going to be like it might. It could be creative or Vince getting cold feet. That could be part of it. I think a bigger part of it is they feel like oh, it's a it's a fun little swerve. It'll increase buy rates. It'll get more viewers. And it's like shut up, just stop it. When you do it over and over and over and over and over again, it becomes an expectation to where it's not a surprise anymore. It's not going to increase any viewership because we can see it coming. You idiots. We're not Ray Charles. Anyway, bottom line. Those are our predictions for Survivor Series. We will definitely see how this pans out. I know I, for a fact, on my uh, Twitch channel, will be watching along live, reacting to everything that's going on. Again, for no other reason than it is the 30th anniversary of The Undertaker, his final farewell. Um, The guy more than deserves it. I mean, Jim Ross called him the conscience of the WWE for a reason. I mean, the guy has been one of the mainstays of professional wrestling for the last 30 plus years and the man has more than earned one hell of a retirement. He's earned whatever send off they decide to give him. I will definitely be tuning in for that. Hopefully you guys all will too, but that is going to wrap it up for here uh, for us here on the wrestling ramblings and rages podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us. It has been a heck of a day. Hopefully you guys will be tuning in to survivor series. I know I will at least be doing a survivor series review, whether Both of these gentlemen will be able to join me or not. That leaves it up for debate on their schedules. But that's something we'll work on off air. But thank you again so much for joining us. If you like this podcast, definitely go ahead and hit us a subscribe on any podcast app that you're on. Apple Podcasts, whether it's Spotify, you know, anything like that. Go ahead and let us know you're watching. Leave a comment and a review. We're always happy to interact with our fans.
1: Just to be clear... um before we sign off, there's nothing happening on a kickoff, or we're just—that's all the matches. Uh that's
0: those are the only matches that I have seen. I've not had any. I've not heard any kind of kickoff matches announced. Now that could change. We are recording this at two o'clock on Saturday. Whether they announce one later today or on Sunday, that's completely up in the air. But as of right now, I have no information on anything happening on a kickoff show.
2: On the WWE website, that's why the reason I was messing to you.
1: Yeah. Hang on. Oh, it's a dual brand not. battle
0: royal on a on the kickoff. That's it. Okay. No, other than that, no big deal. Okay. So uh, nothing nothing specific, nothing to make any kind of real big prediction for. Um, but if it is a dual branded battle royal, show, let's uh if it's between Raw and SmackDown, uh I'm gonna go out on a limb and say uh who's somebody they've been focusing on lately. Um you know what screw it. I'll say our uh, truth ends up winning that, and then there's some kind of shenanigans between him and Drew Gulak or something, just because it's a funny throwaway thing on a pre show. Why the hell not?
1: Yeah. Honestly, yeah, that's
0: yes, fair. All right, but in any case, thank you again, folks, for being here. We certainly hope you've enjoyed the podcast. You hopefully you've enjoyed us just sitting here, ranting and raving, and doing all of that. We've ranted, we've rambled, we've raged, but it's all for the love of one thing, and that is, of course, professional wrestling. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Take care, referee, ring the bell.